afternoon will be going straight to the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ let us go to the book of first uh, Chronicles there is a certain phone on the loudspeaker which is making noise there is a certain phone on the loudspeaker which is making noise First Chronicles chapter 12, verse number 8, the Bible says that some, get, let us read from verse number 1, going with it. These were the men who came to David at Ziklag, while he was banished from the presence of Saul, son of Kish. They were am, among the warriors who helped him. In the battle they were armed with bow and were able to shoot arrows uh, or to sling stones right-handed and left-handed they were relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin verse number eight some Gidites defected defected to David at his stronghold in the wilderness they were brave warriors, ready to battle and be able to handle the shield and the spear. Their faces were the faces of the lion. They were as swift as gazelles in the mountain. Other Benjamites and some men from Judah also came to David in his stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come to me in peace to help me, I'm ready for you to join me. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies, when my hands are free from violence, may the God of our ancestors see it and judge you. The Spirit of God, the spirit came to Amasai, the chief of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, David. 
We are with you, the son of Jesse. Success, success to you. Success to those who help you. For your God will help you. So David received them and made them leaders of his raiding bands. They helped David against the raiding bands. For all of them were brave warriors. They were commanders in his army. Hallelujah. We will read actually, go through from verse number one. This man who came to Ziklag while he was banished from there, um, the presence of Saul, the son of Kish, they were among the warriors who helped him in the battle. You know, I want you to see something here, you know, because by this time in the life of David, we know and we understand that David was running from Saul. He was banished from Saul, and by this time he was running away from Saul because we understand that from time to time Saul will be after him. Saul, from time to time, he will be going out to look for David in order to capture David, in order to finish David. But David, on this part of life of David, he was running away. He was going to hide. And by that time, he was building himself up. He was building his army. Then the Bible talks about, by this time, these were the men who came to Ziklag while he was banished from the presence of Saul, the son of Kish. They were among the warriors who helped him in the battle. You know, you must, you know, as a child of God, we need to surround ourselves with the strong people. We need to surround ourselves with warriors. We need to surround ourselves with warriors. People who will help you when you are attacked. Let me tell you this. They won't actually help you when you are attacked. They will help you to defend you. They will help you to defend you when the enemy is looking for you. There must be people who are able to help you when you want to attack also. The day that you want to attack, the people that you surround yourself as a child of God must also help you to attack. You must not surround yourself with weak people. You must not surround yourself with weak people. The people when the, when the, the enemy is looking for you, they cannot defend you. The people when you want to attack, they cannot help you to attack. You cannot, it is not good and it's not wise to surround yourself with the people who will not help you when the days are dark. You know, they say that even when the days are dark, even friends are few. But soldiers, if you surround yourself with the, with the warriors, uh, with warriors, people who knows how to pray, prayer warriors, 
people who knows how to seek the face of God, the people who knows how to fight spiritually. These people, you know, they are not just in numbers. Even the day that the enemy has come to surround you to seek for your life, to seek for your head, they will be able to help you to fight the enemy. They will be able to help you to protect you. Even the day that you want to attack, when the day that you realize that it's time to attack, it's time to go and fight. These people who are prayer warriors will be helping you to charge. Will be helping you to charge. Will be helping you to fight. Then that was the strategy of David. That David, when he was running away, when he was building himself, he did not just want an anybody to come to be on his side. He wanted people he can rely on. He wanted some people who are skillful for battle. He wanted some people who are skillful, who are useful, who knows what to do but your shoma. They did not want some people when when they you know when if the trouble can break out who can do nothing. He wanted to surround himself with the people who are skillful for war, who are skillful for battles, who knows what, what to say, who have been trained to fight spiritually. But this one were skillful, were trained to fight physically. But today, as the children of the living God, we must understand that our, the Bible said that Jesus said that um, our battle is not against flesh and blood. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are not longer fighting a physical enemy. It's not like those days where you are saying that you will say that your enemies are physical like the enemies of David. Nowadays, our enemies are spiritual. We are fighting spiritual battles. There is no need to go and fight physically. We have to fight our battles spiritually. Then right now, as the child of the living God, we need to surround ourselves with some people who can pray. Eh? Some people who can pray. You need to surround yourself with the people not who can gossip. Some people, they can gossip, they can talk about this, they can talk about that. But that won't help you. That will help the enemy to charge against you because when, you, when you're gossiping, you are sinning. When you are sinning, the presence of God lives. When the presence of God lives, the devil is able to attack you very well when you have sinned against God. You need a people who are spiritual warriors. Spiritual warriors. People who are not lazy to pray. People who are not lazy to fast. People who are not lazy to do the things of God. The day that when the enemy is looking for you and you're going to say that these are my prayer partners. These are the people that when the enemy try to charge, we are able to call fire together. We are able to really, like what we are hearing here about David, some of these warriors, they we used to know how to, they were like archers, who knows how to, to shoot arrows. 
These are the spiritual arrows, like what we've been training each other, how to shoot spiritual arrows. People who knows how to call fire. People who knows how to pray. Let me tell you this. It is something to know how to pray. It is something to pray. Some people know how to pray, but they don't pray. But it is something when you know what to do, how to pray, and you begin to pray. That's why we are saying that in the times where we are, in the days where we are, we are not looking for the people with big muscles who can begin to know how to throw punches, who can know how to shoot with guns. But we are looking for spiritual warriors, prayer warriors. People who knows how to pray, who knows how to stand in the gap. People who knows who are not lazy. People who knows how to pray. These are the people you must surround yourself with. In order to stop the enemy from attacking us, from attacking you. Because if you pray very well, I've been saying this, I'm sure. If you pray very well, you reach a level way. Hey. God even helps you to stop the enemy even from attacking you, not only to fight for you. You reach a level where if you are praying very well and if you are practicing very well and your prayer life is well built, you reach a level where you are no longer just praying. You are not just praying to be out of trouble, but you are praying to prevent from trouble to find you. Then when you've got prayer partners and prayer warriors, you reach to the level where these warriors, prayer warriors, they help you to keep you out of danger with prayers. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Hallelujah. Then we need, let me tell you this, we need ourselves to be prayer warriors, to be people who are not lazy to pray. Once you are a prayer warriors, you are keeping, you are, you are a, a being a warrior and a prayer partner to the second person. And the second person also is being a warrior and a prayer partner also to you. Then that means it's not that somebody is praying, the one who's close to you. Are you praying yourself? Are you a warrior yourself? Are you a good prayer partner yourself? When you are a warrior and a prayer partner yourself, that means you are somebody who is faithful unto prayer. You are faithful unto prayer. Eh? You are not like, you know, there are some people who are not faithful unto prayer. A person who's not faithful, faithful unto prayer. They are the people who dodge his prayer. This is the person who can dodge prayer very well. They know, okay, okay, the service starts at half past six, but prayer ends at seven. Then it's better to start the service at seven so that we can start with the sermon and skip prayer. That one is not a good prayer partner. That one is not a good prayer warrior. Prayer warrior is somebody who knows that midnight, because most our prayer prayer for battles. We are not praying most sometimes on the, on the midday service, on the evening service. We are praying also sometimes on the midnight prayer. That's when we, we are trying to shoot arrows. We are trying also to attack the camp of the enemy. 
were trying to attack, then a good prayer warrior will say that, okay, I will set an alarm to make sure that I will wake up by that time and join my prayer partner and be a good prayer partner and be a good prayer warrior and attack. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. A bad prayer partner is the one that, hey, the day that you are supposed to attack, you are supposed to pray to make sure that prayers are enough for you guys to defend yourself, for you guys to attack and all that. You find that the prayer, the prayer warrior, when you're saying that it's time to fast, that's when they, even if you can sneak to your prayer partner, to your prayer warrior, is eating KFC. It's the time for fasting. And this one is your prayer partner, it's the one who's eating. Uh-uh. How can the prayer partner, the one you are trusting upon, is the one who's eating when the enemy is looking for your life? When the enemy wants to kill you, when the enemy is plotting for your life, is saying that so and so I must get him. So and so I must put him down. And your prayer partner is feasting. Your prayer partner is not fasting. Your prayer partner is slumbering. Like that day the Bible talks about when Jesus Christ was just about to be arrested. The Bible says that he took his disciples, he trusted them, he took them to the mountain. Ah, uh-uh. you think that they will pray? Guess what? Ah, uh, those disciples, when he was praying in tough prayers like that, when he come back, he found them slumbering, snoring. Ah, uh, can't you just wait with me an hour? What kind of a prayer partner are you? What kind of prayer warrior are you? A prayer warrior needs to be consistent in prayer. You need to be determined in prayer when then you are what? You are a warrior. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Then that was the people that David was surrounding himself with because he knew that, hey, his enemy... He was the, his enemy was the sophisticated enemy. He was the king of the time. He was having the, you know, you know, what one thing that you must know is that as Saul was the king of the time, it means that he had the best soldiers, he had the best army, he had the best equipment. But David, he was just getting people as raw as they are. And you have to try to convert them to be what? To be prayer partners and to be prayer warriors. Even though those were the physical warriors that we are hearing about and, and the archers. But we're talking about spiritual warfare here now. Hallelujah. Then I'm saying to us, we ought to be good prayer partners. We ought to be good prayer warriors. Because prayer in the spiritual warfare it is our duty to stop an attack. Even to monitor things in our life, to monitor things in our family, to monitor things in our countries. We are the watchmen of our lives, of our families, of our countries. We are the one who God has entrusted to monitor and control things in the spiritual realm. Then we ought to examine our prayer commitments hallelujah because when the word of god is coming like this it's it's helping us to put in system it's preparing us for the future that you see david was strategic we ought to be strategic in this december we ought to be strategic for 2021 
we ought to be strategic. Our, our, our defending mechanism, our attacking mechanism, our, our position in the spiritual warfare, we ought to reinstall, instate them, we have to sharpen our weapons, and we ought to begin to attack. It's not the time that we say, okay, let us pray somebody is sick. Who Among us, there must be no one who is sick. We must attack the sickness before our sickness attack us. We must attack the witches before witches attack us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. And I'm saying to us, prayer warriors, I'm saying to us, prayer partners, uh, it's time we go back to the roots of waking up at 5 to 12 together. It's time we, after this, we set our, our alarms back so that we can stand in the gap together. We can attack together. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, because this is a midday service, can you say my day is blessed? My, day is blessed. my family is blessed. My family is blessed. Our careers are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our everything is blessed. Our Say my today is a success. I am unstoppable. I live in supernatural favor. Everything is turning around for my good. In the name of Jesus. Say, devil, take off your hand from my life, from my family, from my career, from my finances, from my everything. Say, I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest. My miracles. My testimonies. My blessings. Angels. Usher me. Everywhere I go. In everything that I do. Everywhere where I need a miracle. Angels appear. Let everything turn around for my good. Angels, represent me. Present me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
I'm actually calling an, uh, an altar call. I want to see people who are saying that I'm going to try to wake up together at 5 to 12 so that we can, we can monitor our walls. We can attack together. I say that I'm going to do that. I want to see those hands today, this afternoon. This is not the kind of a teaching you just say, I've taught, we have heard. It's something that after when God has said something like this, we put a measure. Who was saying that I'm going to put an alarm this afternoon? I want to see those hands this afternoon. Amen. <laughs> Who is that? Bomakuya can see the hand. Yes, one. Is it only Bomakuya? Hallelujah. Amansho, what Lazarus, yes. Amen. This, yes, Kenneth, yes. Many of us were doing it. Some of us were just, but it's our time to go back and let those alarm ring. Let us put measures to wake ourselves up. Hallelujah. Let us share the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed and a successful day in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye.
to be glorified in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So this afternoon we'll be going straight to the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us go to the book of uh, First Chronicles there is a certain phone on the loudspeaker which is making noise. There is a certain phone on the loudspeaker which is making noise. First Chronicles chapter 12 verse number 8, the Bible says that some, get, let us read from verse number 1, going with it. These were the men who came to David at Ziklag while he was banished from the presence of Saul, son of Kish, there were am among the warriors who helped him in the battle. They were armed with bow and were able to shoot arrows uh, or to sling stones, right-handed and left-handed. They were relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Verse number 8, some Gidites defected, defected to David at his stronghold in the wilderness. They were brave warriors, ready to battle and be able to handle the shield and the spear. Their faces were the faces of the lion. They were as swift as gazelles in the mountain. Other Benjamites and some men from Judah also came to David in his stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come to me in peace to help me, I'm ready for you to join me. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies when my hands are free from violence, may the God of our ancestors see it and judge you the spirit of god the spirit came to amasai the chief of the 30 and he said we are yours david 
We are with you, the Son of Jesus. Success, success to you. Success to those who help you. For your God will help you. So David received them and made them leaders of his raiding bands. They helped David against the raiding bands, for all of them were brave warriors. They were commanders in his army. Hallelujah. We will read, actually, go through from verse number one. This man who came to Ziklag while he was banished from there, um, the presence of Saul, the son of Kish, they were among the warriors who helped him in the battle. You know, I want you to see something here, you know, because by this time in the life of David, we know and we understand that David was running from Saul. He was banished from Saul. And by this time, he was running away from Saul because we understand that from time to time, Saul will be after him. Saul, from time to time, he will be going out to look for David in order to capture David, in order to finish David. But David, on this part of life of David, he was running away. He was going to hide, and by that time, he was building himself up. He was building his army. Then the Bible talks about, by this time, these were the men who came to Ziklag while he was banished from the presence of Saul, the son of Kish. They were among the warriors who helped him in the battle. You know, you must, you know, as a child of God, we need to surround ourselves with the strong people. We need to surround ourselves with warriors. We need to surround ourselves with warriors. People who will help you when you are attacked. Let me tell you this. They won't actually help you when you are attacked. They will help you to defend you. They will help you to defend you when the enemy is looking for you. There must be people who are able to help you when you want to attack also. The day that you want to attack, the people that you surround yourself as a child of God must also help you to attack. You must not surround yourself with weak people. You must not surround yourself with weak people. The people when the when the the enemy is looking for you, they cannot defend you. The people when you want to attack, they cannot help you to attack. You cannot. It is not good and it's not wise to surround yourself with the people who will not help you when the days are dark. You know, they say that even when the days are dark, even friends are few. But soldiers, if you surround yourself with the, with the warriors, eh, with warriors, people who know how to pray, prayer warriors, 
people who knows how to seek the face of God, the people who knows how to fight spiritually, these people, you know, they are not just in numbers. Even the day that the enemy has come to surround you to seek for your life, to seek for your head, they will be able to help you to fight the enemy. They will be able to help you to protect you. Even the day that you want to attack, when the day that you realize that it's time to attack, it's time to go and fight. These people who are prayer warriors will be helping you to charge. Will be helping you to charge. Will be helping you to fight. Then that was the strategy of David. That David, when he was running away, when he was building himself, he did not just want anybody to come to be on his side. He wanted people he can rely on. He wanted some people who were skillful for battle. He wanted some people who were skillful, who were useful, who knows what to do but Yoshoma. They did not want some people when, when they, you know, when, if the trouble can break out, who can do nothing. He wanted to surround himself with the people who are skillful for war, who are skillful for battles, who knows what, what to say, who have been trained to fight spiritually. But this one were skillful, were trained to fight physically. But today, as the children of the living God, we must understand that our, the Bible said that Jesus said that um, our battle is not against flesh and blood. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are not longer fighting a physical enemy. It's not like those days where you are saying that you will say that your enemies are physical like the enemies of David. Nowadays, our enemies are spiritual. We are fighting spiritual battles. There is no need to go and fight physically. We have to fight our battles spiritually. Then right now, as the child of the living God, we need to surround ourselves with some people who can pray. Eh? Some people who can pray. You need to surround yourself with the people not who can gossip. Because some people, they can gossip, they can talk about this, they can talk about that. But that won't help you. That will help the enemy to charge against you because when, you, when you're gossiping, you are sinning. When you are sinning, the presence of God live. When the presence of God live, the devil is able to attack you very well when you have sinned against God. You need a people who are spiritual warriors. Spiritual warriors. People who are not lazy to pray. People who are not lazy to fast. People who are not lazy to do the things of God. The day that when the enemy is looking for you and you're going to say that these are my prayer partners. These are the people that when the enemy tried to charge, we are able to call fire together. We are able to really, like what you are hearing here about David, some of these warriors, they will used to know how to, they were like archers, who knows how to, to shoot arrows. 
These are the spiritual arrows, like what we've been training each other, how to shoot spiritual arrows. People who knows how to call fire. People who knows how to pray. Let me tell you this. It is something to know how to pray. It is something to pray. Some people know how to pray, but they don't pray. But it is something when you know what to do, how to pray, and you begin to pray. That's why we are saying that in the times where we are, in the days where we are, we are not looking for the people with big muscles who can begin to know how to throw punches, who can know how to shoot with guns. But we are looking for spiritual warriors, prayer warriors. People who knows how to pray, who knows how to stand in the gap. People who knows who are not lazy. People who knows how to pray. These are the people you must surround yourself with. In order to stop the enemy from attacking us, from attacking you. Because if you pray very well, I've been saying this, I'm sure. If you pray very well, you reach a level way. Hey. God even helps you to stop the enemy even from attacking you, not only to fight for you. You reach a level where if you are praying very well and if you are practicing very well and your prayer life is well built, you reach a level where you are no longer just praying, you are not just praying to be out of trouble, but you are praying to prevent from trouble to find you. Then when you've got prayer partners and prayer warriors, you reach to the level where these warriors, prayer warriors, they help you to keep you out of danger with prayers. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Hallelujah. Then we need, let me tell you this, we need ourselves to be prayer warriors, to be people who are not lazy to pray. Once you are a prayer warriors, you are keeping, you are, you are a, a being a warrior and a prayer partner to the second person. And the second person also is being a warrior and a prayer partner also to you then that means it's not that somebody is praying the one who's close to you. Are you praying yourself? Are you a warrior yourself? Are you a good prayer partner yourself? When you are a warrior and a prayer partner yourself, that means you are somebody who is faithful unto prayer. You are faithful unto prayer. Eh? You are not like, you know, there are some people who are not faithful unto prayer. A person who's not faithful, faithful unto prayer they are the people who dodges prayer. This is the person who can dodge prayer very well. They know, okay, okay, the service starts at half past six, but prayer ends at seven. Then it's better to start the service at seven so that we can start with the sermon and skip prayer. That one is not a good prayer partner. That one is not a good prayer warrior. Prayer warrior is somebody who knows that midnight, because most our prayer prayer for battles. We are not praying sometimes on the, on the midday service, on the evening service. We are praying also sometimes on the midnight prayer. That's when we are trying to shoot arrows. We are trying also to attack the camp of the enemy. 
were trying to attack, then a good prayer warrior will say that, okay, I will set an alarm to make sure that I will wake up by that time and join my prayer partner and be a good prayer partner and be a good prayer warrior and attack. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. A bad prayer partner is the one that, hey, the day that you are supposed to attack, you are supposed to pray to make sure that prayers are enough for you guys to defend yourself, for you guys to attack and all that. You find that the prayer, the prayer warrior, when you're saying that it's time to fast, that's when they, even if you can sneak to your prayer partner, to your prayer warrior, is eating KFC. It's the time for fasting. And this one is your prayer partner, the one who's eating. Uh-uh. How can the prayer partner, the one you are trusting upon, is the one who's eating when the enemy is looking for your life? When the enemy wants to kill you? When the enemy is plotting for your life, is saying that so and so I must get him. So and so I must put him down. And your prayer partner is feasting. Your prayer partner is not fasting. Your prayer partner is slumbering. Like that day the Bible talks about when Jesus Christ was just about to be arrested. The Bible says that he took his disciples, he trusted them, he took them to the mountain. Ah, you think that they will pray? Guess what? Ah, those disciples, when he was praying in tough prayers like that, when he come back, he found them slumbering, snoring. Ah! Can't you just wait with me an hour? What kind of a prayer partner are you? What kind of prayer warrior are you? A prayer warrior needs to be consistent in prayer. You need to be determined in prayer when then you are what? You are a warrior. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Then that's what the people that David was surrounding himself with because he knew that, hey, his enemy, he was the, his enemy was the sophisticated enemy. He was the king of the time. He was having the, you know, you know, what one thing that you must know is that as Saul was the king of the time, it means that he had the best soldiers, he had the best army, he had the best equipment. But David... He was just getting people as raw as they are. And you have to try to convert them to be what? To be prayer partners and to be prayer warriors. Even though those were the physical warriors that we are hearing about in the archers. But we are talking about spiritual warfare here now. Hallelujah. Then I'm saying to us, we ought to be good prayer partners. We ought to be good prayer warriors. Because prayer in the spiritual warfare... It is our duty to stop an attack. Even to monitor things in our life, to monitor things in our family, to monitor things in our countries. We are the watchmen of our lives, of our families, of our countries. We are the one who God has entrusted to monitor and control things in the spiritual realm. Then we ought to examine our prayer commitments. Hallelujah. Because when the word of God is coming like this, it's, it's helping us to put in system. It's preparing us for the future. That you see, David was strategic. We ought to be strategic in this December. We ought to be strategic for 2021. 
we have to be strategic. Our, our, our defending mechanism, our attacking mechanism, our, our position in the spiritual warfare, we ought to reinstall instead them, we have to sharpen our weapons, and we ought to begin to attack. It's not the time that we say, okay, let us pray somebody is sick. Who? Among us, there must be no one who is sick. We must attack the sickness before our sickness attack us. We must attack the witches before witches attack us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. And I'm saying to us, prayer warriors, I'm saying to us, prayer partners, uh, it's time we go back to the roots of waking up at 5 to 12 together. It's time we, you, after this, we set our, our alarms back so that we can stand in the gap together. We can attack together. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, because this is a midday service, can you say, my day is blessed? My family is blessed. Our careers are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our everything is blessed. Say, my today is a success. I am unstoppable. I live in supernatural favor. Everything is turning around for my good. In the name of Jesus. Say, devil, take off your hand from my life, from my family. From my career, from my finances, from my everything, say I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest, my miracles. My testimonies, my blessings, angels, usher me everywhere I go, in everything that I do. Everywhere where I need a miracle, angels appear. Let everything turn around for my good. Angels represent me. Present me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
I'm actually calling an, uh, an altar call. I want to see people who are saying that I'm going to try to wake up together at 5 to 12 so that we can, we can monitor our walls. We can attack together. I say that I'm going to do that. I want to see those hands today, this afternoon. This is not the kind of a teaching you just say, I've taught, we have heard. It's something that after when God has said something like this, we put a measure. Who was saying that I'm going to put an alarm this afternoon? I want to see those hands this afternoon. Amen. Who is that? Bomakuya can see the hand. Yes, one. Is it only Bomakuya? Hallelujah. Amancio, what Lazarus? Yes. Amen. This yes, Kenneth. Yes. Many of us were doing it. Some of us were just, but it's our time to go back and let those alarm ring. Let us put measures to wake ourselves up. Hallelujah. Let us share the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed and a successful day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye.